Welcome back to the Rams Herd Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Hawks. With me, as always, is my co-host, Maya. If you hear any thrashing, any squeaking, it's just her playing with her toys. So today, we're going to get into a game preview for the Rams-Texans game. At this point, it'll, it's tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Pacific Standard Time. I'm on the West Coast. Um, but this is going to be a little bit of a longer episode. I'm going to go into each team's injury reports as of today, and then I'll be going into some comparisons and just some random stuff through all of that. Um, want to give a huge shout out to my family for supporting me financially and morally. Um, definitely appreciative of them. Always showing their support. But just hopping into it, we are going to start with the Texans injury report. For the Texans, quarterback Terod Taylor was designated to return from injured reserve this week, but he will not be making his start in the game on Sunday. So it'll be Davis Mills starting at quarterback for the Texans tomorrow. For the rest of their injury report, they have four players listed as questionable. That's center Justin Britt, guard Justin McCray, D-tackle Jaleel Johnson, and linebacker Christian Kirksey. Up until Friday, running back Rex Burkhead was listed as limited but friday he was a full participant so he is in fact active for the game tomorrow um the running back room going into it since mark ingram was traded uh the three starter or at least the the top three running backs going into the game right now are philip Lindsay, david johnson and rex burkhead um like i said Terod taylor's out rookie davis mills will be starting and i'll get into some analysis and comparison of davis mills uh a little bit later in the episode in the last two weeks, in the last two games, the Texans have only scored eight points total. They had three against the Colts, and they had five against the Cardinals last week. Um, and the Rams will be facing Brandon Cooks, their wide receiver one, for the first time since he was traded leading into the 2020 season. Um, so that's it for the Texans. We'll be moving into the Rams injury report. As of Thursday or Friday, I can't remember which day, but left tackle Andrew Whitworth and D tackle Sebastian Joseph Day were both listed as out leading into the contest. So Rams actually have a few key players who are questionable going into the game. We have safety Jordan Fuller and cornerback Robert Rochelle are both questionable. They both had knee injuries in the game against the Lions last Sunday. Jalen Ramsey's been held out of practice for the whole week with a sickness. The severity of that hasn't been explained, so we don't really know. And then Deshaun Jackson, because he reported that he wanted a trade, he won't be playing as well. So he's ruled out. Andrew Whitworth is ruled out. Uh, Bash is ruled out as well. So uh, there, there is no explanation as to the severity of Jordan Fuller and Robert Rochelle, but McVay did say that uh, he was hopeful that they both would be playing tomorrow. Taking over for Andrew Whitworth will be Joe Noteboom. We've seen him. He was drafted in 2018. Uh, he's been decent since then, So, uh, but he, for the most part, he's been playing at left guard, so we'll see if, uh, if he'll actually be able to do something coming out at left tackle. If he is seeming to struggle, Alaric Jackson or A.J. Jackson has been inactive, but I know he was a potential. Tremaine Ancrum is potential. Uh, it hasn't been said whether or not they'll be active for the game. Um, but Greg Gaines and Ashawn Robinson should be taking over those uh, first string snaps for Sebastian Joseph Day tomorrow. But we'll see who comes out on top as far as who actually gets more playing time. And this could be the first time we see rookie Bobby Brown coming into the game. Who knows? Uh, this is a game that the Rams are projected to win. The spread is negative 16 in favor of the Rams. So... That's just the projected point margin. So the Rams are projected to win by 16 points. And if that's the case, they they have a big lead going into the third, fourth, whatever. Uh, 
hopefully we'll be seeing some of the rookies. Uh, we should we should see Tutu Atwell before that point, um, potentially taking over the snaps that Deshaun Jackson was handling. Hopefully we'll see Tutu at punt return, kick return. We don't really know. That whole situation's kind of been a mess. They had the experiment of Ben Skoranek last week, and it was just abysmal. He didn't make it out past the 20 on any of his attempts. Um, but those are the guys that are going to be taking over. And it, it's not a huge list as far as the injury report, but there are some key players on there. So we'll, we'll see tomorrow when the active inactive list comes out before the game. Transactions for the Rams that have happened um, today and yesterday where they signed tight end Kendall Blanton to the 53 man roster. He was elevated from the practice squad to the 53 last week, but they actually signed him to the active roster today. Uh, and for those of you who don't remember, he did score a touchdown in preseason. He's, a bigger tight end with Johnny Munn out, his primary role will most likely be blocking because the Rams have Jacob Harris to go out for passes. They have Tyler Higby. Um, so we should be seeing Kendall Blanton. It, during his snaps, he should be playing that outside role for blocking just those edge defenders, chip blocks. Who knows? But um, it is interesting, though, that Bryson Hopkins, who we drafted last season, still is on the practice squad. So you have a guy you drafted who's still sitting on the practice squad. He was drafted in the fourth round. And he's done absolutely nothing. There was potential that with Johnny Munt getting hurt, that Bryson Hopkins would come in and fight for that spot with Kendall Blanton. But he was supposedly going to be given the nod over Kendall Blanton prior to you know, all this happening. But who knows? I don't really know what's going to happen. there. I know there's been potential talks of Bryson Hopkins being packaged in a trade deal. Should the Rams do that, um, they would net about 400,000, I believe, back in cap space. So maybe that's what they're doing, but who knows? Uh, for the rest of the transactions, they activated safety Antoine Brooks and DB Tyler Hall from the practice squad. If Jordan Fuller is not good to go, we could be seeing Antoine Brooks. I, I don't really see that happening in a majority of snaps played for Antoine Brooks right now because we have Taylor Rapp, we have Nick Scott, we have Terrell Burgess, we have a huge surplus of safeties right now. Um, honestly, Tyler Hall might see more playing time. Should Robert Rochelle be out? Darius Williams still has another week before he can return from IR. So, and then even Jalen Ramsey, we don't know if he's going to be active. So if Ramsey's out, we have Darius Williams out. If Rochelle's out right now, there's only as far as cornerbacks designated quarterbacks, we only have now Tyler Hall and David Long. So we could see Terrell Burgess move over into the slot. They could be playing him in the nickel packages. Who knows? But of all the games this season, uh, this would be the one to kind of see what you have at your depth to see who can really come out and make plays in a pinch. You know, we saw that happen last season with John Walford when Goff got hurt. Walford wasn't great, but we knew that, you know, in a pinch, in a dire situation, that he would be able to step up and really get something done. Moving into the comparisons between the teams, um, these are just PFF grades. I know they're really interesting to me. If you want to skip ahead, totally fine. But this is the kind of stuff that I find interesting that when I listen to other podcasts, they don't really get into. So this is something that, you know, I really want to dive into and just see, you know, PFF. I know that some people have stuff against them. I don't know how they go about their grading, but it's still an interesting comparison to see the Rams and their players when applied to you know, all the other teams. So overall, the Rams are the sixth ranked team and the Texans are 31st. 
Rams offense is 12th and their defense surprisingly is actually ranked first out of all 32 teams. Rams defense is ranked first. I don't know what exactly goes into that grade. Don't know where that comes from, but that was pretty surprising to me, but apparently that's how they're grading it. And I know that Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald have a, have a huge impact on that. And the safeties have been playing really well. I know I've discussed the secondary has been playing very, very well. D line outside linebackers. Great. It's just the middle of that defense. Those linebackers, those middle linebackers are pretty big liability right now. Hopefully Ernest Jones, Traven Howard, they'll be able to step up and really make some plays tomorrow. But Houston offense ranked 30th and their defense also ranked 30th. As I talked about before, they have eight points over the last two weeks. They've scored eight points. And that's, I mean, that's not good. That's just terrible. Um, but as far as the quarterback comparison, you have Davis Mills, who was drafted out of Stanford this year. Um, their PFF grade, Stafford is 80.4. Davis Mills is just a flat 55. Their passer rating when clean, Stafford is 122.6. Davis Mills is 75.8. So this is when there's no pressure from the D-line. No they've got a clean pocket. They have plenty of time to throw. This is when they're making their throws. So this rating is, the perfect rating is 158.3. So again, Stafford, 122.6. Davis Mills, 75.8. When under pressure, Stafford's pass rating is 95.2. Davis Mills is at a 69.2. So Stafford's difference is actually a lot bigger than Mills, but you know when, when you get into the difference between the two, Stafford's about 27 points, 27.4, and Davis Mills is about a 6.2 point difference. But Stafford's in both categories is higher. Stafford under pressure is still higher than Mills in a clean pocket. Um, as far as power ranking goes, Stafford is ranked ninth, and Davis Mills is ranked 31st. So Again, you've got some pretty significant differences between these two quarterbacks, which is sort of a microcosm of the teams as a whole. But, uh, you know, that's just kind of what we're working with this week. So the Rams are 6-1. and one, Texans are 1-6. and six. The Rams are third in points scored. They've scored 207 points on the season, and they're tied for ninth with points scored against them with 146. All right, the Texans are, as I said, 1-6. and six. They're 31st. And points scored 97. Um, so they haven't scored 100 points through seven weeks. Um, and they're tied for 29th in points allowed. They've allowed 203 points. So they're not at the bottom, but they're pretty close. Uh, just some fun facts going into the game. Texan safety Justin Reed was the second highest graded safety in week seven. I've talked about him before in the Zach Cunningham episode that Ramblin' fan wrote an article about the Rams potentially making a trade for Justin Reed, but as one of the highest rated players on their defense, I don't really see that happening. Um, maybe, maybe you will, but their, their defense is pretty gutted right now. And last week, obviously, highest second highest graded safety of all 32 teams. Uh, Cooper Cup, has he's leading the league in receiving yards, but from the slot, he has 624 receiving yards. Second place in the NFL with receiving yards from the slot is Tyree Kill, and that's 392. So Cooper Cup has almost 250 more yards from the slot than the next highest guy. So and that's just that that's mind boggling to me because Cooper Cup is just on another level this season. And we haven't really seen anything like this. And obviously he's still the same guy, but you give him a quarterback who's actually going to make those throws who, I mean, that's all Stafford is. He's throwing the ball. He's throwing balls that 
Goff sure wasn't doing the last few years. And that's just what we're really seeing is the potential of cup that the Rams saw when they drafted him in 2017. As of last week, McVeigh is now 42 and 0 when leading at half, which is just ridiculous. That, that's tied for the record set by Bill Belichick. Uh, I hate him, but I respect him. But should the Rams be winning at half in this game, they could set the record for the most consecutive games winning when leading at half. And the Rams are very, very solid at holding on to a lead. They've shown that they're able to make some comebacks, but more than anything, they've showed that they can really hold on to a lead. They, they haven't, since McVay came in, in, what was that, 2017, they haven't lost leading at half. That's just mind-boggling. But um, when it's all said and done, hopefully this should be a blowout. I know everybody was saying that last week against the Lions, but Lions aren't as good as their record. I mean, they, they were beating us in the second half. They were up, and then the Rams came back and won, and, you know, McVay wasn't having great play calls. Stafford was still playing well, but I mean, the Rams should come out of this on top by, by a very wide margin. Like I said, they're favored to win by 16 points. So if you're making your bets, um, that's what the stat line is right now. Rams negative 16, but hopefully we'll see some of those players that the Rams have potentially are potentially trading for. I will be able to see those on display from the other teams tomorrow. And, um, just really see what these second, third, even fourth string guys can really bring to the table from the tight ends to the O-line now, the DBs. I know that's a huge question mark. Everybody's been calling into question why Terrell Burgess hasn't been getting snaps. And he played a lot more last week for sure, but he's not being utilized in that role that everybody was really hoping him to step into. So maybe we'll see a resurgence from the linebackers. Who knows? But as far as stat projections, I'm calling Cup. I mean. One of the things you have to wonder about is at what point and at, by how much will the Rams need to be leading by in order for them to pull their starters? When are you going to take Cooper Cup out of the game? When are you going to take Robert Woods out of the game? So, I mean, we can't account for that. The Texans could keep this really close. I doubt it, but it could happen. So I'm projecting Cooper Cup, 120 yards. That's still going to most likely keep him um, leading the league in yards right now. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, Sony Michelle is definitely the running back too, but this could be one of those games where they use him more. And maybe we see Buddy Howell. He's been the third string running back for the last few weeks since Jake Funk got hurt. And maybe we're going to see him more. He hasn't had any snaps. He's only been playing on special teams as a gunner. So maybe we'll see him, but whoever the running back is, I, I'm going to call it Daryl Henderson. I say Daryl Henderson goes for 85 yards and a touchdown. I'm going to give Cooper cup. Give him one touchdown. Tyler Higby, he's been pretty quiet as far as stats, but he's been utilized when they need him. So it's not that he's taking advantage of his opportunities. That That's absolutely true. So I'm going to give Tyler Higby 50 yards. I'll give him a touchdown. Um, and as far as turnovers, I mean, this could be another New York game where Rams had four turnovers against Daniel Jones from fumbles and picks. So maybe we'll see that. I don't know. I'm going to give Aaron Donald's going to wreak havoc on the Texans O-line. So I think at this point, Aaron Donald is fed up with people saying that he's not performing. He's not the same Aaron Donald ever since he hit 30, that he's not the same. So I give Aaron Donald 
three sacks. I think Leonard Floyd is going to have a sack or two. Terrell Lewis is going to have a sack or two. That, by all accounts, this should be a massacre on defense for the Rams. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it all plays out. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to follow along with the game tomorrow. If you guys are looking for a Rams account to follow on Instagram, highly recommend uh, Rams DFA, Rams Films. Um, they they give really great analysis throughout the games and they post. If you're not able to watch the games, um, they post throughout the game just for pretty big plays that are made. So definitely recommend those guys, but uh, hopefully we'll be able to come out of this with a W tomorrow. So I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.